All of the information in this episode comes from the Irish Chang book, The Rape of Nanking, The Forgotten Holocaust of World War II. We revisit many of the first episode's topics and even some of the stories, now with the ability to be more uh, informed, you know, with new wealth of detail, basically, to hopefully paint a more complete picture for you. Each of the atrocities we talk about are fucking blights on the human soul, but I believe that with a better understanding of human culture, we can hopefully avoid repeating the horrific held within. It's almost enough to make you lose hope in the blue speck of insignificance that we live on. But look around you and find the rest of life that can be worth loving. And then love it all you can. episode of a show that's gonna be sad and full of rape again. Hi, you read the fucking title before you started it. See no, hear no, speak no. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, man. The UFOs, the conspiracies, and uh, holy shit, the Midas, the Midas, mm-hmm. the Midas this time. It's fucking, ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And I'm James. Don't and forget he, to email us. He's James. Don't forget to email us at snhandsnpod at gmail.com or uh, the other one. The, uh, yeah, see no here, no speak no pod. See no or snhandsnpod at gmail.com. Just do the snhandsn. That's what people would be. Hey, we got uh, more uh, comments on, Podbean. on Podbean. Yeah. Uh, one guy called Did us we? out for being. For, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me pull him up real quick, cause oh, wait, I've been checking for man. Like, well, see, you said that you were gonna, and then now I just learned that I was like, man, James is gonna be so happy, and like he's gonna see that we got comments. I saw, I saw one. Of them. <clears throat> Did you? Yeah. Which one? The uh, it was it was it was like one of the episode first releases. Eh, so wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, <laughs> 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 so. Uh, yeah, we, uh, the guy said, uh, he, oh, he, uh, he, he accused.
says, and I quote. Really? He says, and I quote, Really, Toby jokes? For shame on you and proving that white privilege exists. Because here it is. People make mistakes, though. And then, under that, whatcha, one word, uh, whatcha, you got, dude, and then in parentheses an S, so dudes. The so fuck? I, so I retorted. <laughs> Leave I'm it so to confused. The, what jokes? Yeah. What? Oh, oh uh, when, I said the, yeah, um, when James and I the went into the, the, the Toby Kuntikete yeah. deal. Ah. Uh, yeah, so Chris doesn't listen to the show either. That's fine. Uh, so no, I no, no. I totally <clears throat> I remember that, but continue. Leave it to the white man to put the white man down. What you got, dude? Wait, what you, you got? I always forget that second you. What you, you got, dudes, while being some of the most neuron-scorching grammar that fingertips could ever hope to put to screen, it also seems like a challenge to explain in my own words why white people, in fact, are the worst. Well, have I got news for you, my fine Canadian, but hopefully not French-Canadian friend, because his name is Maple Crunch. 75. <laughs> no one names himself Maple Crunch unless they're from Canada, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's yeah. it. You, it's not even just being, but, like, a fan of Canada. Know. It's... Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. So I, I blah, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I tell him that one night I was in a Walmart and uh, I, I found all the white kids that I could and pushed them to the floor while <laughs> unapologetically proclaiming that they were the motherfuckers that were responsible for the death of Jesus Christ. Nice. I don't, I don't feel bad about the joke, but I mean, I, I probably could have not made it. No. Are you apologizing? <laughs> no. Good, don't. Fuck that guy. No, no but... Uh, mm, no, we say guy. things because you and I and Chris, the three of us, together so as cool. one, believe it to be funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. other people also find it funny, then yay! And if they don't... Aww. Hey, you know what? Okay, you want to talk about fucking... Well, we don't, we're not going to talk about it, but still. Fucking Toby jokes. My <laughs> fucking chef mentor, the man who fucking taught me after mm -hmm. culinary school... <clears throat> is fucking Jamaican, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, he learned from a Thai guy, but that's beside the point. A fucking Jamaican mm -hmm. called me and the whitest dude I've ever... Well, he's not white in the way he acts, but still, he's super white. <laughs> fucking... He called me Shaka and him Kunta. A Jamaican guy. Well... So, <clears throat> I'm pretty um, sure that had nothing to do with white privilege. Uh, and, no, uh, it, it has to do with... Fuck uh, this. Canadian, it has to do with right. our, our collective love of, of cinema. Um, and this happened. Fact, this was And real. the fact that we think that two white guys acting that out is funny. I mean... Yeah, well... Yeah. So, but I'm yeah. also almost positive that uh, Maple Crunch 75... God, that's a great name. I'm also, <laughs> I'm also pretty, pretty sure that... Fucking figure it out there, bud. That he, uh, he, was, he was joking and he, he wasn't being serious. So... Uh, there's your, That's cool. your your zing of the night. What are you? If he was if he was joking, <clears throat> then unfuck him. But still, this. what I just said was true. Yes, unfuck him. Sorry. But uh, then do it again because that's how sex works, Chris. You have to put it in and then take correct. it out. And then you do that maybe five or six <laughs> times, and then you go. Ten on forehead a couple times. And then that's how babies are born. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, in between the, the last and first uh, <laughs> Rape of Nanking episode, uh, I put out our what should have been the, the Christmas Eve episode, but uh, obligations are obligations. 
Uh, so it was like a New Year's kind of deal, but it was all, uh, you know, uh, uh, man, it was about uh, uh, Tim McLean. And what a fucking Tim story. Yeah, Tim McLean, who was uh, uh, attacked, murdered, uh, and then uh, decapitated and cannibalized <clears throat> on a Greyhound bus in Canada. Take that, Maple Crunch, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was really looking forward to doing that episode as a, you know, yeah. as a regular one, but yeah. I, I, I kind of like it better this way because you're right; it, it really didn't have a whole lot of info. There was no, the, no, there, it, there it wasn't happened, a whole lot of. It happened over a day, and one guy died. Some shit fucking happened to him. Holy fuck! It was really yeah. bad. But a, a, there, there was no investigation and no crazy nothing like that. Did. Yeah. Uh, they didn't need it. Everyone saw him yeah. cut his head off with a giant <laughs> hunting knife. But we, we did shit. get uh, a, a comment from somebody uh, named uh, Jack G, like a J J E at the end, like it's Jackie. But they like couldn't okay. use that because somebody else had the one with the I. So they were like, "Well, the J's got a little dot on top. If you use a lowercase, I'll use that." Um, Whatever that's, floats that's, his monkey and spanks his bird. I always say that's your screen name explanation of the night. Uh, just said uh, that was the miscarriage of justice for Tim, and I think indeed that's, re- that's really what we all think about that. You know, it's like it's like you feel <laughs> it, you feel it deep inside, and then you just want to let it out, and that's how babies are made. Well said, Jack G. <laughs> indeed, Jack G. <clears throat> Jackie Chan did it. Jack G. Chan. Mm-hmm. Jack G. Chan. Jack G. Chan. <laughs> that's so much fun to say. <laughs> so torture. The torture that the Japanese had inflicted upon the native population uh, is fucked up. As we heard uh, in the last episode, we talked about some really uh, fucked up, terrible things. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to go a little, brutal. M- little more into depth uh, with things, and then <clears throat> we'll we'll get to the the end of this this whole ordeal because I don't want to fucking read about it anymore. Uh, it's really <laughs> making life at home difficult. Uh, live burials, of course, we talked about the Japanese directed uh, burial operations. Fucking uh, a! They would uh, soldiers would force one group of Chinese captives to dig a grave, a second group to bury the first group, and then a third group Fuckin to bury a, the second dude. group, and so on and so on. Uh, this oh. shit. <clears throat> Wait for it. God damn. Uh, uh, some victims were partially buried to their chests or necks, so that they would endure further agony, such as being hacked to pieces by swords, run over by horses and tanks, or eaten by dogs. Fuck off. Mutilation. The Japanese didn't only disembowel people, uh, they also, of course, decapitated plenty and dismembered victims, uh, but they did kind of uh, the worst... Uh, to, to prisoners, uh, as far as with uh, prolonged business... Uh, they they would uh, they would nail them to wooden boards and run them over with tanks, uh, crucify them on trees and electric poles. Uh, they would carve long strips of flesh uh, from them and use them for bayonet practice. Of course, uh, at least a hundred men reportedly had their eyes gouged out and their noses and ears hacked off before being set on fire. What the fuck did I just read, dude? This Another honestly Saturday just sounds like your boys are a playground <laughs> for whatever you can think of. It's like, like whatever I, you can think I to can do to another so person. I can so much worse than that happen. guy that just did that thing to that child over there. I'm going to do it to 12 right? of them. And I'm going to make sure it's <laughs> noon when I do it and that the newspapers are there. And they're on fire. Get the fuck out of here, Japan. I love you, but god damn Man, if you didn't show some they're pretty much shit over, right there. They pretty much uh, you know, moved on, right? Like, uh, 
they're. I hope. Have they? I mean, the the, of course, the bombings, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which we will talk about at the end of this, did uh, wipe out uh, almost an entire city's population in a day. Um, but and then that, and then just everything they've done afterwards to really like you know yeah tone for what yeah like doing. anime and shit. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But now anime now, boobs wait. and underage panty shots will never replace the fact that they used to cut open the vaginas of little girls to have sex with them if their holes weren't big enough <clears throat> this is fucked up dude so uh, that, what what okay one thing that that had that gets me is that you know you can say it was the military and you know the regular people you know find that found this appalling as well and blah blah <clears throat> blah you know you're civilians and shit but um what do you think the military was origin what is made of? Like this uh, is correct, war, correct. so this is like a bunch of little fucking a bunch of teenagers drafted mainly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, I, I, said, it, I said free it reign. last. I said it last episode. And there's just that really well known uh, saying about war, which is, if your job is doing what you love, then you never work a day in your life. <sighs> Apparently, a lot of people found out that they really enjoyed doing fucked up shit yeah it was bad it was it was it was not a good time for most people really uh aside from i guess the the enlisted japanese um men uh so at least 100 men reportedly had their eyes gouged out and nose and ears and stuff hacked off before being set on fire which is just i i don't know uh so another group of 200 chinese soldiers and civilians were stripped naked tied to columns and doors of a school and then stabbed uh by uh, uh, Zuizi uh, needles uh, with handles on them and hundreds of points along their bodies, including their mouths, their throats, and their eyes. Uh, th- there was, wow. of course, uh, plenty uh, gas, uh, d- death by fire. Um, uh, you know, mass incinerations were held. Um, they would make <laughs> Chinese captives. Uh, they would tie 10 of them together at a time and push them into a pit, and then they'd be sprayed with gasoline and ignited. Um, there, motherfucker. Uh, there, there was a fire that broke out at, at a uh, at like a house or a business, whatever. And the Japanese ordered uh, a big group of the shop clerks around there to put the fire out. And then when they all got there, they tied them together with rope and threw them into the fire. <clears throat> what? That's just a dick move. <laughs> like, there's not oh. nothing about that's cool. None of it. We're gonna set a fire. What? We're gonna tell them that they gotta put oh. it out. We're gonna tie them all together and throw them into the fire, <laughs> and then we're gonna send another it's group to rescue that fun. one. It's just fun to them. It's there's, yeah. There's no practicality to something like that. That is just, uh, hey, how can we make yesterday's killing more interesting? Because I'm kind of numb to killing like like we were doing. Another form of amusement, it says here. Uh, I, this is all coming from a, a certain book that I will I will read or say the name of later. Uh, but another form of amusement that they took was dousing victims in fuel and then shooting them and watching them explode into flame. There's no point. There is no reason for that. In one, it's like a fucking video game. It's like a fucking video game. I was just about to say, that is something you do in a video game when you've already beaten the main story and you're just bored of playing it. You're like, what kind of fucked up stuff can I do? It's like when when in GTA 3, I finally found all the cheat codes for it, and then there was that fucking car dealership that just had a glass front, and you could fucking... 
you could throw grenades into it so that the goddamn uh, uh, the cars would blow up and then cops would go there and then you just stand across the street and fucking snipe them. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm bored of fucking sniping my 90th fucking cop. I'm going to start using the RPG. And then it's like that, but they're actual living people well, that had families like in and GTA lives. Five, where I no, it's not like get, that get at all. BMX and I jump on cops into like burning vehicles, like push them in. Like oh. they stumble back when I jump on. That's them. not very nice. Like, James. How would you do them? that? Because uh, it's a video game and they're not real people, you make so I can do whatever sick. I want. You made me sick. <laughs> Death by ice. Just yeah, you heard fucking right, wow. Death by ice. Thousands of victims were intentionally frozen to death. Uh, the Japanese soldiers would force hundreds of Chinese prisoners to march to the edge of a frozen pond, and then they'd be ordered to strip naked, break the ice, and plunge into the water to go, quote, unquote, fishing. Their bodies uh, would harden into floating targets that were then immediately riddled with Japanese bullets. Um... <clears throat> mm. another, uh, bleh, bleh, in another incident <laughs> uh, the Japanese would uh, just throw people into a shallow pond and then lob a bunch of grenades into it uh, just because it would make the uh, it would make the bodies explode into a rain of uh, flesh and blood what? Jesus Christ <laughs> wait, say that again? Okay, so they would uh, they would make a bunch of Chinese civilians or and or I guess military folk. They would make them climb into a shallow pond, and then they would toss a bunch of grenades into the pond. Oh shit! And then the grenades would go okay. boom and or power bang or smash, and there'd be uh, blood uh, rain, blood rain. I don't know how I missed. <laughs> Wait, Chris, James is being a dick. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry you would die right now. Okay, mm. okay, okay. I was trying to wait for a break in conversations. I'm sorry. That, you know, I know that's hard to do with me. <clears throat> oh man. Okay. Death by dogs. Oh Who would do that? Who would death by dogs, Chris? Who takes man's second best friend? Birds are the best, man. I'm oh, just kidding. Birds are dicks. No, birds are dicks. Uh... Perjure dicks. So, who would take a dog and be like, hey, murder people for me? <coughs> Aside from I have... exactly what I want to do right now to James because he keeps coughing into the microphone. So, dude, that was... <coughs> Man. He's dying. Good. I'm sorry. <coughs> um, you're okay. You're okay. Go ahead. Let it all out. Okay. Do you need me to pat your back? <coughs> Ouch. Ouch, that's going to make him cough up blood. Uh, so one diabolical means of torture was to bury the victims to their waists and watch them get ripped apart by German shepherds. Witnesses would see uh, Japanese soldiers strip a victim naked and direct German shepherds to bite the sensitive areas of his body. The dogs not only ripped his belly open and jerked at the intestines, but... Penises and uh, buttholes were not safe <coughs> either. Another Saturday night with the boys. Another oh, Saturday with the boys. Uh, the incidents mentioned above, which before, really, because we're not reading this, only I am, so that made sense to me. The rest of you are lost. Or only a little bit of what they fucking did. They would saturate victims in acid. They would impale babies with bayonets. They hung people by their tongues. 
It was a Japanese. How do you hang someone by their tongue? Like an asshole, I guess. <laughs> like, oh, I'm an asshole. Let me see your tongue. Uh. Yeah, it would rip out your tongue and you would die of blood loss. Or fucking bayonet vagina rape wounds. <clears throat> I mean, they're all bad choices. Don't do crack Good kids. Lord. Unless you really want to. I'm not your fucking father. <laughs> Could be James's, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get hit, damn it. He did. That was like a perfect sentence punctuating man. She broke it. Um, and uh, it was not on. Oh god damn it! Um, and then there was the story about the soldiers that tore the heart and liver out of a Chinese victim to eat them. Uh, but genitals apparently what? also consumed. A Chinese soldier who escaped from Japanese custody saw several dead people in the streets with their penises cut off. Mm. He was later told that the penises were sold to Japanese customers who believed that eating them would increase their boner having prowess. It doesn't say it like that in the book. Yes, yes. That is what this book is called, actually. It's another Saturday with the boys. It's going to be on your fucking tombstone. I'll make sure of it. I'll make sure of it. Fuck out of here. I'll already be dead. Don't worry. So, um, man, the rapes. You guys want to talk about the rapes again? Because we kind of can't do this without the rape talk, which is bad. I don't like the rape talk. It's, uh, the it's, rape victim is leaving. It's okay. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, it's called the rape of name. I mean, it I is kind of can't it avoid is. it. Oof. Okay. <clears throat> so. No freezing looking to call. There's uh there's there's a uh, there's there's a book that came out. Bye. It was it was nice seeing you. Once again, thank you for letting me into your home. Okay, good. James and I will keep it exactly as you see it this second. Okay. Have fun talking about rape. I will. But I will. I mean, not like that kind of fun though, James. You're a bad influence. So, there was a book uh, by Susan Brown Miller. It's called Against Our Will, Men, Women, and Rape. Um, in it, she believes that <coughs> the rape Sorry. of King was probably the single worst instance of wartime rated on a civilian population, which, to me, <clears throat> wasn't, like, surprising. I was like, well, of course it fucking was. That's uh, 30,000 rapes? In, in six weeks. Right. Uh, but then I, I continued the sentence because that's what a good reader does. And you find out that um, uh, it, in, uh, in Bangladesh in 1971, Pakistani soldiers in a nine-month period uh, raped an estimated 200,000 to 400,000 women. Jesus Christ. What? <clears throat> and then, um, but uh, there was also uh, a, 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 a something about the raping of women in the former Yugoslavia. I've also never heard about that. But this is supposedly just so much fucking worse. Uh, now, the one thing that we didn't really talk about in the last episode was um, a, a lot of these women that were raped, I would hazard a guess that uh, condoms weren't like you know a thing that they used so what happens when you have sex with a lady without a condom Chris um wait what wait you both said the same 
No, different things. You both said different things at the same time. <laughs> so, Chris, you first. I said Spawn. Spawn. That was uh, a Todd McFarlane comic book from the from the 90s. It was extreme. Yeah, it was very good. It was extreme. It was not very good. It was, it was very 90s. I liked it. And of course you would. Got born in the wrong no time. it's in the the plural version yeah um, of, well there was that yeah. time that spawn had other spawns in the book I think it was either time travel or different dimensions or I don't know if this actually happened exactly. I'm just guessing that it did because comic books but Chris is correct uh, so the babies. I guess I'm suggesting that rape babies are demons in some kind Ooh. of way that's not okay. But that might not no. really be okay to say. No, so you shouldn't have said it. Maybe out loud, I'm not probably. suggesting that. Um, man, at point at times like this, <laughs> one sorry, one kind just... of wishes that I actually edited the show. <laughs> Sometimes it it's, it's some I, I just it just popped into my head and I was like, that's not really what I'm saying. No, I know, I know, I know. It sounds it could sound like that. Um, but you know, a lot a lot of these Chinese women uh, did find themselves impregnated. Uh, by their Japanese rapists. Um, so, uh, it's never been, um, like, officially uh, counted or anything. Like, there's no way to know how many babies were, were born from the product of, of the Japanese rape. Um, but, like, there were a lot of them that were immediately choked or drowned at birth. Uh, because of the guilt and shame and, and just hate that the Chinese woman women would uh, would develop for herself really and the Japanese of course and how I, mean, I don't know I'm not a woman but I don't know how you could not hate this thing that has been forcefully growing in your belly yeah. from uh, the worst fucking moment of your life you know seriously uh, so I, I can't feign to I wish I could empathize with it just because that sadness seems so fucking profound but at the same time I, there's no way that I possibly could and right. you know uh, fuck man my heart goes out that's the best apparently I can do right now but um, uh, there were a lot of women who just couldn't make that choice as well so between 1937 and 38, a German diplomat reported that uncounted Chinese women were taking their own lives by flinging themselves into the Yangtze River. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the Japanese raped uh, women from all classes, uh, farm wives, students, teachers, white collar, blue collar, wives of YMCA employees. I don't know why that's in there. That seems very specific. Huh. Um, <laughs> that is. Oof. Uh, university professors, uh, even Buddhist nuns, some of whom were gang raped to death. And they were uh, very wow. systematic in their recruitment of women. Um, they would like literally constantly search for women to rape. It's almost like I don't something possessed the entire fucking army as soon as they stepped through the walls, and they were just like, "Sex God, gotta have fuck. it right now. Gonna get it right now." And that's it. That's all they fucking thought about. It's it's so fucking horrifying. Um, and like they would they would look for women as they looted homes, um, as they dragged men off for execution. Uh, they would conduct door to door searches demanding money and young girls. Uh, 
Um, Jesus Christ. So women didn't know what to do, of course. Uh, do they stay home or do they head for the safety zone? Uh, you know, what's, what's the better thing here? But even in the safety, safety zone, the Japanese would conduct basically kidnapping raids. And they, the, uh, you guys know what comfort women are, right? Like there's a, a, a still a very real resentment between uh, the, the Japanese and China and Korea because of comfort women, which sometimes were prostitutes already, but they were treated well. Like the prostitutes could come and, come and go as they please as long as they stayed in the military sanctioned whorehouse. Most of these, huh. most of these young ladies though were just civilian girls that weren't prostitutes right. that had had never even seen a penis before and just because they were pretty they were kidnapped and put into this literally state sanctioned military brothel and raped up to upwards of 15 20 times a day and until they were so wow. until they were so damaged uh, physically that they were no longer attractive. And if they were still alive, which was rare, they were just sent away. Good God. Uh, yeah. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Good God. Um, and of course, like I said before, old age wasn't of concern to the Japanese. So grandmothers and great-grandmothers uh, endured repeated sexual assaults. A Japanese soldier who raped a woman of 60 was ordered to clean the penis by her mouth. <clears throat> to, to, to do what? It, uh, clean the penis by her mouth? I mean, I guess that means to oh. have, like, put his penis in her mouth. Right. Uh, but he was ordered to okay. do that. It doesn't say by who here, but I'm guessing it was uh, general discharge. <clears throat> you know what's great? That comes into play. Gravy. <laughs> Man, General Discharge is going to make a big reappearance in this episode. I hate you. Oh, good. I hate all of this, and I want everyone that's enjoying it to just really give themselves a pat on the back, because fuck you. Man, I'm getting angry. Um, so, uh, and of course, like I said, fucking, they would rape children, too. Uh, little girls. Uh, very very brutal rape and if they survived they wouldn't be able to walk for weeks uh, some required surgeries and of course many died um, they would they would rape wow. the little girls and then cut them in half with their swords um, Jesus Christ. in some cases like I said before the Japanese would <laughs> slice open the vaginas of preteen girls in order to more effectively have sex with them <clears throat> uh, they also, as we, we heard about in the last episode, um, they did rape pregnant women many uh, times and often uh, cutting open the belly and taking the, the undeveloped fetus out um, just because, I guess. Um, Motherfuck, though, man, you know? Um, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know what? I, we we're gonna move away from from the rape. There are many other personal experience stories. There, there was one of the most badass stories actually that I've ever heard uh, come out of this. Um, so there was a, a woman 
who was pregnant, her husband had uh, left to see if uh, they could to see if they could uh, move somewhere else basically easily enough. Um, and she took up residence in one of the, the universities there. And uh, they were in the basement. And when they heard Japanese soldiers coming down some stairs, uh, she she uh, ran full speed at the wall of the of the place to uh, to kill herself. Basically, she wanted to bust her head open. Um, she lost consciousness, God. and she she when she finally did regain uh, com- the the consciousness, she found herself lying on a small canvas cot that was on the floor of the basement, and the Japanese were gone, but they had of course taken several young women with them. Um, <clears throat> So she's freaking out. Uh, she's thinking if she runs out of the building, she might be throwing herself just right at the Japanese rapist. But if she just did nothing and stayed there, um, they would most likely come back for her. So she decided to stay. And if they didn't return, all would be great. But if they did, she would fucking fight them to the death. Um, she would rather die, she told herself, than be raped by the Japanese. So soon afterwards, she heard heavy footsteps of three Japanese soldiers coming down the stairs. Two of them took a couple of women and dragged them away, screaming, out of the room. Uh, the one who remained just eyeballed Lee like a motherfucker. Her name was Lee. Um, and she just laid there, fucking still on the cot. Somebody told the officer that Lee was sick, and he responded by then kicking everybody else out of the room. Uh, <clears throat> so he paced the room, uh, just staring at her. And, uh, but... Before he would realize what was happening, she fucking jumped up from the cot and snatched his bayonet from his belt and flung her back against the wall. She says that uh, he panicked. He never thought a woman would fight back. Um, so he grabs her wrist that's, that's holding the bayonet, and then she grabs his collar with her free hand and bit his arms. Um, so even this soldier with full battle gear... Um, she put up a fucking fight so they're wrestling around and shit like that and and the soldier's like holy fuck uh, I'm in trouble so he, he calls for the help of the other soldiers and they run in and they see this woman basically having the better of their their comrade so they jump at her with their bayonets and they just start stabbing at her um, but their buddy was in the way, so they're not being very good with the stabbing. Um, and and Lee, uh, the, the dude was so short and small that she was able to jerk him completely off of his feet and use him as a shield to parry their thrusts. This is like a nine-month pregnant woman. not Maybe not nine months, nice. but she's very pregnant. Um, so then, though, the soldiers aim their, their bayonets at her head and they slash her face with the blades and knock out her teeth. Um, her mouth is filled with blood, which she spat into their eyes. Boom. That is so fucking oh, badass. No. She is unrepentedly badass. Mm-hmm. Man. <sighs> so, uh, she says, blood was on the walls, on the bed, on the floor, everywhere. I had no fear in my mind. I was furious. My only thought was to fight and kill them. But then finally a soldier plunges his bayonet into her belly and everything went black for her. 
they left her for dead and her body was brought before her dad uh, he couldn't sense any any breath coming from her and he asked someone to carry her behind the school and dig a pit for her grave but that person finally noticed uh, that she had, was breathing and that bubbles of blood were foaming from her mouth so they rushed her to the Nanking University Hospital and doctors stitched her up stitched up her 37 bayonet wounds Whew. Unfortunately, while she was unconscious, she miscarried the baby. But wow. this this, this lady us, this lady was a fucking badass. Oh yeah! Holy oh, shit! Yeah. A badass. I like that story. Yeah, that's a really I mean, that, that's a really yeah, inspiring yeah. story. Yeah. It it really is, and uh, I that's. That's what kind of got me to want to just kind of go back and revisit things a little bit, um, because just the the general research of this uh, showed nothing of of that. Um, it just gave me numbers and and some experience, but I want I wanted to hear something fucking great like that, basically. Um, so. Of course, we talked about that was really good. the number of killed, um, which is generally agreed upon at around 300,000. But it is coming to light uh, that it could possibly be uh, upwards of 45,000. Oh, wait, 450,000. Sorry. Um, it's they they're still finding mass graves, guys, is what I'm saying. Mm. Jesus. Mm. So, uh, we did talk a bit about, uh, of course, the Europeans that that decided to stay. <clears throat> I believe that there were 22 in all, um, with uh, John Rabe, I believe, <laughs> decided on, um, and mm-hmm. and he was he was the he was the Nazi who who was uh, uh, they actually called him the Living Buddha of Nanjing. A Nazi, and not only was he like an actual Hitler-following, card-carrying Nazi, as I said in the last episode, I further found out that he was uh, the head of the Nazi Party in Nanking. <laughs> like he was the German. Um, <clears throat> and years later, wow. he would tell uh, German audiences that. Uh, I believe not only in the correctness of our political system as an organizer of the party, but I am behind the system 100%. But at way later in life, he, he says that he saw the Nazi party more as a socialist organization and not merely a machine uh, with the machinations of persecuting Jews. Um, so he would say at, at certain uh, it, you know spe- speeches about his Nazi philosophy, that uh, we are soldiers of work, we are a government of workers, we are friends to the worker, we will never leave the worker's side in times of crisis. <clears throat> uh, another thing that I didn't really know about a lot of the Europeans there were was that um, a lot of them lived there for years, like 20, 30 years, that there were some that were born in Nanking. Uh, there they was, just lived there, lived there. Yeah, like that was They're their home, home yeah. you know. Uh, there, there's a uh, 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 he was literally one of two 
surgeons that stayed in Nanjing. Um, he was an American. He had American uh, mom and dad. He was born in Nanking. He went to uh, uh, school at Harvard, and he had his own practice in Minnesota or some shit like that for a few years, but then decided that he wanted to move home and help the people of his hometown. He, he was Chinese, uh, although he was as white as white could be, and American, technically. Um, then there was uh, Minnie Vautrin, who uh, we spoke very briefly of in the last episode, who uh, would be would be called the the angel, the American angel at the rape of Nanking. Um, she was American. She was uh, daughter of a blacksmith. Uh, had to help on the farm from the time she was like twelve when her mom died. Uh, just grew up being. It says in this book, tall and handsome in her youth. I'm thinking that means like hot, but like you don't know why you think she's hot, kind of thing. She's she's like dude hot, <laughs> like like she's handsome. Like sure, she, she's like dude she looks, hot. James. She looks like if she cut her hair, she'd be like a good looking dude. She's handsome. She's not. She's not pretty. She's handsome. Now, if you keep saying more, it's gonna it's gonna she's, make she's of it's me. gonna make this sound okay. No problem. Uh, no, I get it. No, I. Hey, man. You know. Different strokes, Chris. <laughs> different strokes for different penises, James says. Um, so they say. But she loved China. She was there uh, 30 years, something like that, before the the attack. And uh, she would visit her, her family back home. She would just, she would only talk about China, their culture, the people, the history. Uh, she would give her family silkworm cocoons and taught them how to cook and eat Chinese food. Um, she just loved the the beauty of Nanjing and silkworm cocoon. Yeah, that's what they make uh, worms out of. Pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. You gotta stop saying hard pass. We know what you do. Can't do it. That's when you throw a that's football nasty. with your boner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she. It's a skill. It's not a. It's not just something you're born with. She was. Uh, you gotta learn that. The she was the uh, the head of the Jinling College, um, and she housed as many as many Chinese women as she possibly could. Uh, there were, of course, Japanese raids on the college specifically to take a couple girls to put in their their fuck dungeons, which is just way different than the fuck dungeon that I envisioned Chris having. His, I see a lot of pink... He's classy. I see a lot of pink fur in Chris's. Uh, maybe even like a water fountain. You know? Like something to make him feel at home. Really? Not big one, just in the corner. No, like a like a school water fountain. Not like a... Yeah. Not like yeah. a fountain, fountain yeah. that's a water attraction or anything. It's just... You can fucking wet your whistle if, if it's not broken this week, which it is. So... Yeah. Uh, here's a cup of pee. My water fountain has root beer in it. Aw, his water fountain. That's why it keeps getting gummed up, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all the. That's true. It's all the. Uh, all the sugars. Cancer causing sugars. I gotta have a tech come out all the time to clean the lines. And your butthole, which is also what you call cleaning and the lines. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my lines. So, uh, Mini Voucheron, fucking would at at risk to her own safety 
uh, not not only very often, every motherfucking time, risk to her own personal safety, would chase off, fucking fight off, just in any way she knew knew how. Like Japanese soldiers would go to Jinling College on the at least every other daily and start just dragging women away. And she she would fucking do her best to to fight them off. And she was uh like severely fucking slapped in the face, which if it's so severe that they have to add the word severely in the mm-hmm. description of it in a book it leads me to believe this was one fuckload of a slap. You know? Big ass slap. It's worth talking about. Yeah. In the her, of hands. In her yeah. shit. Um, but she was, you know, kicked and threatened with guns, pointed at her head, all kinds of shit. There was one instance <clears throat> where uh, the, the Japanese went to the college and said that she, she needed to send all of the men of a certain age out so that the Japanese could inspect if they were... Uh, soldiers or not. The Japanese had ways of inspecting and seeing if a, a man was a soldier. There's certain calluses you get on your hands from, from shooting guns for a long time. There's a, a line that many of them had on their foreheads from wearing the hat. Um, their feet would be you know bruised and blistered and calloused from months of walking. <clears throat> so they would actually check these things. They wouldn't just indiscriminately <coughs> fucking grab and take people, but they also uh, would take people that <coughs> had all these calluses because they fucking ran rickshaws and shit like that. So it's mm. not it's not an exact science, but you know they <clears throat> they called all these people out and started counting them and had Vinny, uh, Mini, Mini, sorry, they had Mini out there too, and uh, some other peop- some other Europeans uh, stopped there and they were told to stay outside as well, and then Mini found out that it was all just a ruse. Uh, place there to make it easier for another group to walk into the college and just steal women. <coughs> so after that is when she started fucking kicking ass and fighting back, basically. Okay, so um, as far as like James said in the last episode, it, it got to the the numbers where this seemed like it should have been a a, 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 a worldwide concern, basically. And yeah. the, the world did know. Um, news would reach the general public. Um, so the, the Japanese army, they were they would send news home like the first week or two, and people back home were having parties about it. They fucking made a special dish with uh, Nanking noodles, like to celebrate their their conquering of Nanking. But then what? once. Uh, more of the atrocity-based news got back to them. Uh, the Japanese decided to censor their media completely and basically only run propaganda at that point so that the Japanese uh, citizenry were, were kept in the dark about everything. Um, but in, in America, at first, people thought, well, that's fake. Like, whatever. The funniest one that I, that I found was that... Uh, Reader's Digest ran some stories from some reporters in Nanking, and people were like, oh, that's hogwash. That's ridiculous. This is completely made up. It's fake news, and it's just not... I mean, how dare you talk about the awesome Japanese like that? 
and somehow we just hung up on Christopher. So I'll call. That, him that's back. that's what I thought happened. I'll call him back. He'll probably call me back first. Actually, he always does. Goddamn needy son of a bitch. You know what he needs? Hmm. A phone charger. Yeah. Hi, sweetie. Hi. Um, James. Why are you hanging up on James me? James did it. Don't make me hurt you. James did it. Boom. Yeah, did. Um, so, uh, people didn't believe it, and then, but they were uh, Reader's Digest in particular were getting so many uh, stories sent to them from from China that they basically said, "Look, motherfuckers, we could fill an entire issue of our." Of our magazine book, what is it? What, what is Reader's Digest? Digest. We could fill an entire digest of our digest, and we still wouldn't be able to put half of the absolutely confirmed fucking by people who are above scrutiny. Basically, they are so fucking trusted. Like this shit is happening. This shit is so fucking happening, and you guys should be fucking mad about it. I mean, they showed uh, newsreels about it in movie theaters. Uh, they ran shit in the Times and the Chicago Tribune, uh, all kinds of shit. And this is like... And they just weren't buying it. That's crazy. Well, I mean, eventually people did buy it. And that's mostly, though, when the, uh, the U.S. Uh, gunship, the Panay, was, was uh, destroyed by, by Japanese uh, fighter planes... Uh, it was a ship that had left uh, uh, it, had, it had left Nanjing um, but, but you know just before the, the Japanese got there uh, it was full of uh, businessmen and um, and political uh, you know people and a lot it was a US ship full of diplomats and and like powerful businessmen and, and news people and people who at this point, especially for what country they originate from, are completely neutral. And Japanese pilots were ordered to attack the ship. The Japanese pilots didn't want to actually do it because they knew that, holy shit, this is stupid. But the Japanese military is a, is a, is a fickle machine, uh, especially since it's made uh, Voltron-like, basically, out of a bunch of different vindictive fucking assholes that didn't give a shit at all. So one was like, ah, kill him. Because that would make somebody else look bad. So pilots didn't want to do it. Did it anyway. Whole thing caught on film. Yeah, that's, wow. that's right, motherfucker. That's right. But then Roosevelt, not the cool one, but the lame one. Lame meaning handicapped. James, it's, it's a word that actually means that I'm not being mean. I'm handicapped. I don't have polio, and I've never been president. But you do have leprosy. But I do have leprosy. And I have a leopard. <laughs> I have a leopard with leprosy, which is <laughs> ironic, don't you think? Um, <laughs> so Roosevelt sees this film and tells the guy, he had something like over 300 feet of film, and this like five-foot section shows the, the Japanese planes almost deck level firing on this ship and Roosevelt says I need you to cut that out because he knew at that point well what he was trying to do was get to get um, monetary 
compensation for the attack on this ship. And he knew that if this was shown to the public, everyone would fucking be enraged and they would be at war for sure. So he was trying not to jump into this war and at the same time make a little make a little scratch. You know what I mean? What are you what are you gonna do? A little, a little here, a little there. You know what is he gonna strip on the corner of some newspapers? Yeah. It's Roosevelt, you gotta get him into something. Yeah, it's Roosevelt. Wish it were Teddy. Jeez, He'd have been like, man. fuck the Japanese, let's do this. And he would rip his shirt off, and then he would put his tiny little glasses on, and then he would have combed his mustache, and then he would have climbed atop a bear, and then he would have been like, Regulators! Mount up! I'm just running no, no. You did what? I'm just running well, why are you sitting so far from the microphone? I just I had to ask you what. Now all these people here are going to be like, I, I miss Robin Williams. You know, you know, if he he played Teddy Roosevelt in that one Ben Stiller movie that had a sequel. Two, two Ben Stiller uh, That one Ben Stiller movie that had a sequel, yes. But he was in both of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now he's a, mm-hmm. he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Named his, his daughter Zelda. That's, that's a cool guy in my book. Oh, James, here's a picture of a head that they stuck a cigarette in his mouth because they thought it was funny. And, yeah, that's fucked up. It's a little <laughs> that's bad. Um, so, yeah, there's pictures and stuff in here. Uh, I was going to talk about um, the... There was a contest between two... Uh, this is what I had to yell at James to, to shut up about um, in, in the last episode. Yeah. And I actually edited a very good episode where I... I Leaped James's part out there. I, I cut out the part where I scream at my stupid brother for watering the plants at fucking midnight. <laughs> um, no, you didn't. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll release that as like a remix some somewhere down the line in the twentieth year of the show. Be like, here's the show you should have got. But as James alluded to, there was a contest between two sub lieutenants, uh, Mukai Takashi and Noda. Uh, Way ba ba ba. Oh wait. Oh ba 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 ba. Yeah, you're plugged in too, buddy. Uh, Mukai, uh, Toshikai, sorry, and Noda Takashi. Uh, they went on separate beheading sprees to see who could kill a hundred men first with a sword. And there's a picture. Wow. They are on the front page of a Japanese newspaper, and this newspaper says. Contest to kill first hundred Chinese with sword extended when both fighters exceed mark. <sighs> Mukai scores 106 and Noda 105. This is in the Japan Advisor. An official newspaper being like, yeah, in guys, Japan, being like, yeah, let's see some heads and such. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say, Chris, in a nutshell here is bad things happen to good people all the time. Good lord. And good things happen to bad people. And sometimes, though, it's the other way around. Because chaos. That's chaos right there. I have to wipe up the walls here. I just blew James's mind. (laughs) His brains are all over the everywhere. And wow. Oh, James, here's a picture of the lady that was pregnant and fought off the, the dude and then got uh, stabbed in the face with bayonets. Yeah, that's that's the after effects of being stabbed in the face with bayonets. But she was a badass. Man, badass. I don't want to see that. I'm going to send it to you in your dreams. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. So, the, the Japanese, uh, they didn't want to necessarily be known as... Uh, uh, 
murderous monster rapists. Which? Hmm. I mean, no one wants to be known as that. Some people. But if that's what you portray yourself, some people to be. crave it, though. You know. But such as know. the murderous monster rapist from Japan. <laughs> ba boom story. That was a really good B movie from the thirties. <laughs> Classic. It was bad. Um, so uh, what the Japanese did was they uh, would drop leaflets uh, showing a, a happy Japanese soldier that's holding a smiling baby, handing a bucket of rice to the baby's mother on the ground next to them, and the baby's father just thanking him in the background with a big smile on his face. And on it, it says, Surrender to the Japanese. We'll give you food and clothing. What? Now, from what yeah. we know already... That is not the case. Has that been the case? No, that has not been not. the case at all. Uh, Chris, has the case been that? Uh, no, it seems to be the exact opposite. You're right, you're In right. Fact. It should say, if you surrender to the Japanese, we'll kill your husband and baby in murderous, horrible, terrible monster ways in front of you. Then, we'll give you a little bit of the... Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Wink? A little bit of the old rascal tassel. Man, that's insensitive. While you're eating sushi, too, in my face. Oh, shit. In my face. James is Chinese. That's right. I said it. I said it incorrectly because I'm so angry that he's not asking me if I want a piece of his sushi. What's <laughs> expensive sushi? <laughs> Sushi's expensive, man. Jesus, you don't just pull out fucking two full rolls in front of somebody talking about the Japanese and not offer them some sushi. <laughs> How do you know I wouldn't have... De- I, well, I might have declined it. Sushi. I do. I want a piece of your sushi. Oh, so bad. Fuck, man. Fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the Japanese were dicks. Uh, Etc. Continued. Hey, man, sushi. The Japanese ain't so bad. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Agreed. Taco. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Oh, they had wasabi in the roll. Mm. Delish. Okay. So. Uh, do you guys want to want to get to like the part where people like really stick it to the Japanese and they're like, "Man, that shit you did wasn't cool. Now we're gonna do something to you, and that something is we're gonna kill you, man. But like, like totally, just we're just gonna hang you or like shit. That's you. crazy, man. It is crazy. It is crazy. But you know what? It's just like it's just like what you think, man. Um, well, too bad because we're not we're not there yet. Yeah, I know, right? It's like a yo-yo of emotions, or an emotional upskirt. <laughs> Man, this is quite uh, the emotional upskirt here. Man, we haven't had an. Upskirt oh, I'm also wearing a Japanese shirt. Yeah, uh, James is all just about Japan right now, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. He's got a shirt that literally says Tokyo on it. He's e- eating nice. sushi. Um. He's not but I am drinking either. the superior yeah. American light beer. Di- superior? There's no such thing as superior American light beer. <laughs> this beer's been passed down for generations That's through my family. Really? And you decided to drink it now? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so, after the war, uh, because what do we know about war in general, Chris, is that the winner gets the... Shaft. Sassed? Oh, sorry. Shaft. Oh, um, shaft. I like sass better. Like, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, that's 
They get they get spoiled sass. You're right. Uh, they also get to to govern, uh, uh, or oh, or inst- or institute a a puppet government. Uh, regardless, uh, it's still a government that they instituted. So this wasn't like the occupation of of Nanjing lasted almost ten years. So the Japanese were there for a long time, uh, but the rapes. Uh, mainly, mainly the rapes uh, over after the six months, which we can all breathe a sigh of relief knowing that we'll never be that bad. Chris? Most of us. Most of us. James. Jason. Chris. We're terrible people. Um, But... Not as bad as these guys. No, not not as bad. We're a different kind of bad, though. Man. We're like a... Different kind. Like a, okay. Like a, oh, you're bad. Yeah, we're like, like a gay oh, people. Oh, you're so bad. Like, exactly, because we're eating like, chocolate cake for breakfast or something. Yeah, like, oh, chocolate, that's so bad. And I'm like, fuck, man, I hate myself. <laughs> Just another big spoon of fucking chocolate cake. Um, so what the Japanese did was considerably worse. Uh, now, now, the raping and such uh, ended pretty much after the, the six... The six month uh, weeks. God damn it! I keep thinking that it would take six months to rape half the population of the fucking survivors of the city. But um, instead, they in six weeks they flooded uh, Nanjing with uh, opium and heroin, so that the uh, you know the the now opioid addicted. Chinese would be easier to subjugate. Um, they, you know, people had jobs and 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 stuff like that. Uh, they, you know, a factory would open up, and people would get jobs there, and then they would find out that these jobs were uh, literally worse than slavery because, for a very minor infraction, they could uh, they could just be fucking killed. Um, there was a, a man that was accused of now not not found out too, but accused of uh, stealing a Japanese man's uh, sweater. Well, this man uh, was then wrapped in in rope like a mummy and then stoned to death with red brick. People that saw this said that at the end, that's inventive. He was no longer recognizable as human. And they fed the remains to dogs. Sweet. There was wow. another instance in a factory where four shoulder pads went missing. Four shoulder pads. Um, it was... <laughs> they asked people, hey, did you do this? Uh, and then just one woman that was like, well, I've used the bathroom today. She didn't say that she stole the shoulder pads or used them as as toilet paper like they were accusing everybody of. I forgot to say that, I think. You did forget to say that. Exactly. So they said, like, hey, these things have poop all over them uh, now, and <laughs> Who did the one of you did the poo-poo, poo-poo. and it's probably the guy that's asking the question. He just was too embarrassed to... to covered up. Yeah. So this one woman's like, well, I've used the bathroom today. So they took her out back and cut her head off with a knife. With a knife? What the Period. Fuck? The knife? Just fucking period. With a knife, yes. Uh, with, with a, um, yeah, with a, yeah. Um, 
stuff. Uh, so, I mean, you know, but at the same time, they had electricity again. They had running water again. They had, uh, you know, sanitation again. They, like, life was this weird, like, dreamlike facade of normal with an ever-lurking presence of fucking, like, horror death. Wait, so when did this occupation start again? Uh, like, what year are we in? Uh, oh, well, right now, we are in... <clears throat> we're, we are fast approaching 1945, which is the end of the war, which is when... Uh, well, it, the whole ordeal came to a close um, in the summer of 45. Uh, that's when the U.S. dropped an untested uranium bomb on Hiroshima, uh, Japan's eighth largest city, killing 100,000 of its 245,000 people on the first day. And of course, as we know, many people died of radiation poisoning and things like that. But <clears throat> to have a, a bomb that can be dropped on a city and, and just instantly wipe out 100,000, that is a, a third of the, the, the deaths in six weeks in Nanking. Um, and then after, after Japan didn't uh, surrender after, uh, you know, almost half of a city died. Um, uh, that's when we dropped the, the second bomb, which was a plutonium bomb on the Japanese city of Nagasaki. And then, less than a week later, on August 14th, the Japanese did surrender. Um, they remained in China until the official day of the surrender, and then fucking bolted. Um, Eyewitnesses reported that Japanese soldiers could be seen drinking heavily or weeping in the streets. Some heard rumors of unarmed Japanese men being forced to kneel by the side of the road to be beaten by local residents, which of course would be retaliation against the Japanese garrison. Um, although it seems to not be, like, it wasn't widespread anyway doing this. Um, because uh, fucking a lot, of, a lot of Chinese people were still fucking terrified of the Japanese. Um, but there was no uh, you think? there was no mass persecution or imprisonment of Japanese soldiers. Uh, one Nanking residence recalls that she stayed in her home for weeks after they left, and when she reemerged, they were just all gone. <sighs> and I like the nice. I like the title of this this chapter, so I'm gonna steal it. Judgment Day. And neither of you reacted. Not only not only not the way dun, I wanted dun, to, dun, just dun. you both had a negative reaction of nothing. Hmm. Oh, man. So, but everybody knew that the Japanese were fucked up and assholes. So even before the end of the war, even before the the surrender, uh, Chinese and Americans were uh, organizing war tribunals because they were like, man. They're gonna lose. We see that. Uh, we're gonna make sure that we are prepared, you know, infrastructure-wise, to fuck them over uh, as soon as. So, in this judgment day, hey, I don't think the voice works either. No. <clears throat> Let me try again. <clears throat> judgment day. Hi, Chris. I'm the Donnie Darko Bunny, and I'm here to say Judgment Day. Is that really how you talk? No, it's not. 
<laughs> Not even on my So, because this was a whole fucking, like, battalion of, uh, of the Japanese army that did all this uh, horribleness, they only, like, a handful of Japanese war criminals were actually tried. Um, but this did, in fact, give local Chinese citizens, uh, you know, like, a chance to tell their story and, and, and say what fucking happened. And I love this this sentence here. And participate in mass catharsis, because that's it has to be what it is. It's like we all experience this horribleness. Let's just fucking talk about it and cry for a few years, you know. Um, during the trials, uh, which lasted until I uh, went from August forty six to February nineteen forty seven. Uh, more than a thousand people testified about some 460 cases of murder, rape, arson, and looting. The Chinese government had posted notices in the streets of Nanking urging witnesses to come forward with evidence, while 12 district officials collected statements from people all over the city. One after another, they appeared in the courtroom. They would listen to the Chinese judge warn them about the five-year sentence for perjury and swear an oath of truth by making uh, some kind of printed statement, signature, seal, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, there were not just Chinese that went in here to testify of course there, there were uh, you know safety zone leaders there were Europeans there to tell stories as well but this is this is crazy uh, during the trials during the trials evidence uh, that had been t painstakingly hidden for years had emerged one of the most famous exhibits was a tiny album of 16 photographs of atrocities taken by the Japanese themselves. When the negatives were brought to a film development shop during the massacre, the employees there secretly duplicated them uh, and then placed them in an album and hid them in a wall of a bathroom. Uh, later, they were secreted under a statue of Buddha. The album passed hand to hand. Uh, men risked their lives to hide it, even when the Japanese issued threats and conducted searches for photographic evidence of their crimes. Um, one man even fled from Nanjing and, and wandered from city to city for years, like he was a fugitive, because of these 16 photographs. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, like, these are uh, huge things. And, and some of the pictures that I've shown uh, James tonight, and one of the pictures that I... I said to you, Chris, they, those are some of the pictures that were such damning evidence. Because um, it's just, uh, yeah. you can see, you can see the, oh. the, the elation on the Japanese faces in these pictures. No, they're they, happy to be they are having a fucking ball. field day. They're having a fucking ball, my guy. It's, it's so fucking bad. They're cutting off balls and eating them for sexual virility for the rape later. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking awful. So the but yeah, I I, I mean no, fuck please yes, Chris. These pictures, mm. no, no, no real but. Just sorry. Okay. That, that, that um, so the main focus point of the war crimes trials was, um, of Tenny uh, Hisao. In 1937, he had served as Lieutenant General of the Sixth Division of the Japanese Army in Nanking, um, which is a division that did a lot of these fucked up terrible things um he was brought back to China for his trial and hauled in a prison van to detention camp to a detention camp in Nanking uh, to prepare for his prosecution forensic experts in white overalls dug open five burial grounds near the uh the Chunghua gate 
and exposed thousands of skeletons and skulls, many cracked from gunshot wounds and still stained with dark blood. So, wow. <laughs> uh, man, uh, th- there's a long, light, light, uh, long list of indictments against him. Uh, hundreds of stabbings, burnings, drownings, strangulations, rapes, thefts, destruction that were committed by his division. And as evidence mounted, all of it really fucking damning, um, you know, they, they brought these heaps of skulls and shit into the courtroom and, and just laid them out on tables and shit. On February 6th, 1947, his verdict was announced. Uh, the courtroom wasn't large enough to accommodate everyone who wanted to attend. More than 2,000 spectators packed into the courtroom while a loudspeaker broadcast the proceedings to tens of thousands of residents gathered outside. And, of course, no one was surprised that the verdict was guilty, and they sentenced him to death after concluding that his forces had violated the Hague Convention, the Hague Convention uh, concerning the customs of war on land and wartime treatment of prisoners of war, and that he slaughtered and helped perpetrate the slaughter that claimed an estimated 300,000 lives. Most of the city turned out to watch his execution. Uh, on April 26, spectators lined the streets and sidewalks as guards let... Huh? huh? The day before I was born. Oh, the day before. after, they were like, you're guilty for me, because mine's February 5th, and he was, he was pronounced guilty on February 6th. And then oh. the day before, on April 26th, your birthday is the 27th. Man, we're like birthday neighbor buddies. Of king proceedings. Of this guy that was horrible, and then God has come up and get your hand off of me. Sorry, I'm just... That's literally the first time I've said that on this show, where you didn't have your hand on me. <laughs> hey, get your hand off. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, they, they fucking lined the streets and sidewalks, and uh, <clears throat> guards led him, uh, his arms bound behind his back to the execution grounds, um, at uh, Yuhatai, uh, or Rainflower Terrace, an area just south of Nanking. There he met his death by gunfire, a fate that many survivors believe to be infinitely more humane than what had befallen most of his victims. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah, but you can't have, like, ten fucking, you know, tribunal fucking people he walk up and rape him. And, yeah. I mean, he could be, but that's not how polite, like, civilized society does fucking things anymore. Bullshit. Or ever, really, I guess. Um, right. But... <clears throat> or ever. <sighs> So uh, I had read that those those two assholes uh, cutting off uh, heads as a as a contest, um, uh-huh. they they were tried uh, specifically as well. And when when it happened, they were all like, "Oh no, man! It's like totally just like that's what the newspapers made up for like a story or whatever, man." Uh, they actually did have a contest they, they did. where they definitely for sure cut people's heads off. Um, <clears throat> And I blame Chris. I do. I honestly do. Fucking Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Hey, Chris. Fucking. Hey, Chris. Yeah. We love you. Uh. <sighs> you know, someone needs to love even the worst of the worst, man. And Chris is the worst of the worst. I wasn't saying that. I was saying that unrelated. Why would you say oh, that? I'm Jesus Christ. Because I know what he does when he's not on this show. Chris, you want me to beat him up for you before he says something bad? Hey, Chris, you want me to beat Jason up for hey, man, you? Hey, that's bad. Just to I enjoy know, it. Don't do that. That's fine. Whatever. Are either of you going to take what that fool just said to you? No. 
I mean, yes. I don't think you Wait. should. What's the answer what you, where what I can... What just said to me about you, I mean? What's the answer where I can still sit in the chair and not get up and do anything? <laughs> um, yes. Tomorrow. Okay, good. I'll handle it tomorrow. Yep, that's the one. Ding, ding. A one dollar, Bob. Um, so, the other people got their comeuppance and shit. And I like the word comeuppance, but I think I might be overusing it uh, just a tad. But... Just that's a thing you do. It's a thing I do. I, I say comeuppance <laughs> often, uh, often to fast food workers. Workers, like you'll get your fucking comeuppance someday. I think you're nasty. Tell me I can't. And you just like upgrade to up steak for free. The fuck you think you are? Upgrade to steak. That's a good too. Man, I know that they tell me I can't have it. They're like, no, you get the fucking the floor mat beef. I'm like, whatever, man. I was eating out of the garbage before I came here anyway. Fucking comeuppance, motherfucker. And then I take a shit on the floor and I leave. And then you just mumble comeuppance on your breath as you walk away. Um, no, I don't mumble it. I'm I'm quite comeuppance. I'm quite cacophonous, verbose even, verbosely cacophonous. No, oh, the, up in these <laughs> I thought I was going to run past it, uh, running through uh, what I wanted to again, but that doesn't work. There was a story oh, yeah. of. So uh, this actually happened to the second in command German uh, stationed there, not stationed there, I guess, just whatever. Um, he comes home to find three Japanese soldiers uh, ransacking his house, uh, looting and everything. He finds them in the attic uh, going through like big chests of whatever, chases them off, and then finds out in the second floor bathroom <laughs> that one of the soldiers left him a little surprise. Oh, a scant few feet from the toilet. <laughs> As the soldiers get chased out of the house, he was like, whatever I shit on your floor. So, one of these soldiers took a oh, shit on the like floor of the bathroom and then covered it with the clean towel that was set next to the sink to dry your hands with. Why did you cover it? <laughs> They're gonna see that you took a shit on the floor. <laughs> Like he was running in, he really had to shit. He was running in. He was like, "Fuck it, dude, I can't make it." Oh. Just shit on the floor, and then just threw the towel over. And I pretended. To I just happen. imagine a tiny little Japanese man in in full military garb, just giggling to himself as he takes a shit on the floor of this nice house. <laughs> right. If they weren't, uh, that's wonderful. They weren't responsible for such horrifying atrocities. Uh, we would laugh at that a little longer. Was it a uh, dishonorable discharge? No, it was quite honorable. Actually, they did they had a whole ceremony there. There was tea involved, uh, sake. Uh, there was a second there who also uh, he was going to poop on the floor if the guy couldn't, and then chop his head off because you should be able to poop on the floor on command. I didn't command you. Well, Don't do that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Chris. There's nothing that says you can't. I, I, I made up at least 2% of what care. you said, so it's, we don't even have to That's think. okay. It's not, that doesn't make it wrong. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Um, you should be able to poop on the floor on command. Sometimes I can't do it when I'm not being command, and I think I have to, and I'm like, man, I'm getting old. I'm like, I can't right. even, like, push it out no more. But it's because of all my heart medicines <laughs> and... And I got the diabetes real bad. It, it weakens the balance. Gotta stay hydrated, but I actually don't have diabetes. Wait, so you said there was something about resistance? 
Oh, you I mean, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Like afterwards, uh, after the, the raping, there was no resistance then. People were fucking terrified when they would cattle herd people out into the streets and shit. Like they could have easily, like there would be twelve Japanese soldiers inspecting by crotch grabbing, by the way, because women were getting smart to it and fucking like putting soot all over their their faces and cutting their hair real short, trying to look like men. So the Japanese just started mm-hmm. grabbing dick to see if you were a woman or a man. Twelve uh-huh. Japanese soldiers inspecting upwards of like, it's like a 4,000 Chinese people fucking group. These Chinese could By have easily, easily fucking overtaken these people, but were paralyzed with fear. Afterwards, though, during the, the occupation, it wasn't widespread by any means, and I can't even, through my research, say it made any kind of difference. But the author of this book says that uh, there was your odd uh, guy running into a movie theater full of Japanese officials and throwing a bomb. But for the most part, people just tried to get back to normal life. Just kind of took it. I mean, but there were, there were the odd guy that ran into movie theaters full of Japanese officials and threw bombs. Which is pretty dope. That's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Man. Oh, another thing that, that uh, just, I mean, okay, so the movie theater bomb thing reminded me of, of Inglorious Bastards, which reminded me of the, the, you know, the plot by Brad Pitt, like actual Brad Pitt, uh, not the guy he plays in the movie, but Brad Pitt himself to kill Hitler. And that reminded me of another uh, neat story in here, uh, kind of, in that uh, John Rabe uh, being the highest ranking uh, you know, Nazi official in Nanking uh, sent Hitler himself uh, a plea to tell the fucking Japanese to stop it already. Gestop it. Did you, did you get it, Chris? Yeah. Did you get the good thing? I got it. No, James got it. But Chris is... <sighs> there it is. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And, and he never got a reply back from Hitler. But um, as uh, at the beginning, the Japanese did not respect the safety zone at all. They didn't give a fuck what, where you were, what flag was flying, whatever. But after he had sent this correspondence to Hitler, uh, he noticed that the bombings would be focused on military uh, places only, even if that meant like a, a military academy or things like that. It wasn't. They weren't just indiscriminately bombing the safety zone anymore. Um, so, f- fuck, man. I, uh, I'm done. I'm done with this. I have to be done with this for my life to return to normal. I have to be. <laughs> the people, not even the people responsible, were. Oh, I didn't even fucking talk about the unit that popped up. Uh, there was. No, yeah. There was a unit 731 like place that during the occupation itself was set up and had huge fucking tall brick walls with with barbed wire that ran across the length and and they were doing biological weapons experiments on the Chinese. Uh, it, it wasn't as long lived or as um, the death toll wasn't nearly as high as uh, 731 of course but uh, they killed 10, 15 fucking Chinese people a week with biological weapons. <laughs> like, they would inject them with snake venom just to see what happened. Um, 
and the only reason we know about them at all because as the uh, as the, the surrender was coming, they burned everything, all of their research, all of the facilities, everything. The only reason we know anything about it Damn. is because there were some of the scientists that worked there that fucking grew some kind of a conscience and told about it. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Um, Shit. I, I think that's pretty much everything that I know um, about this. I mean, that's not everything I know about it. I know fucking way worse shit that I just don't want to fucking talk about. It's along the same lines of what we've already talked about. And I don't need to go into more crazy, graphic, horrifying detail with it. Um, but I will I will ask both of you uh, if, if that's cool. Um, like, I don't know, man. Did you, uh, did you have a good time? A good time is a uh, is a bad way of phrasing it. Okay, so we're all a little bummed, right? We're a little bummed because we're humans. I'm a little bummed, but it was a good episode. It was fucking. It was, I didn't know about this. I mean, it's it's always kind of depressing to find out what your race, being humanity, mm-hmm. is capable of in the atrocity. Uh, column, you know, it's always a little scary knowing that human beings uh, in a group are f- just the worst people ever. I guarantee you that some of these Japanese soldiers that did these horrible fucking goddamn things, uh, as as a civilian walking down the street, would have given his shirt off his back for any homeless child. But in a group like this, where one could be chastised chastised and or fucking killed if they don't go along with it well then your your only your only choice of action is to become one with I don't the, I don't, the, I don't, I don't know pack. if any of these soldiers were going to get killed by other soldiers because they didn't want to raise someone I don't they would be severely beaten is that a fact that is a fact okay. yes Chris I will severely fucking beat you <laughs> Are those actual farts? I don't go yeah, along with sounded like a bunch of farts. Those sounded like real farts that you just that had there. Was it was them mouth farts or, or butt farts? Uh, I just took a sip of my drink. Was I drinking some dude's butt? Man, walking old man farts are the worst. <laughs> Just squeaking out and shit. It's bad. I'm starting to get those, by the way, guys. I'm getting old. It's, it surprises the fuck out of me, too. I can see now why my grandpa just let one rip in my face. Because he didn't know what was happening. He hadn't a clue. Um, Vera, you and I are going to have some awesome breakfasts together. You're going to be like, yay, cereal. Oh, Dad, you farted in my face. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> High five. I just know it. Yes. Um, so, Christopher, I will let you have yeah. the last uh, the last thought on uh, the raping of a populace uh, followed by terrible murder and burning down everything in sight and stealing more than that, <clears throat> even uh, of uh, of this of fucking fuck man go. 
Well, I tried to be fairly quiet this this episode because I, I knew you had a lot of shit to go through. And there's so much more too. It, I just I could not fucking bring myself to do a part three. I couldn't. Nah, nah. This this was plenty. <laughs> yeah. This was this was a lot to think about. Just, I mean, there's so many things, so many things that really we we just literally got to the point that it was like, what what else? What what else could you think of? Like, really, mm-hmm. honestly, it just seemed like a playground of fucking just do as you will. It, it, it's and, almost like it's they had an idea like, man being like, all right, you, you're going to get paid to come up with the most batshit fucking balls to the wall crazy ways to fucking murder other humans. Right? <laughs> like a team of writers just figuring out new ways to fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, it's like all the because people that I, work I for mean, Conan, cannot... instead of writing jokes for Conan, come up with ways to kill Chinese people. I just, yeah, I just can't believe that at some point, at any, at any point, this is what people wanted to do, but at the same time, there is that, I guess, a strange psychological threshold when it comes to uh, uh, mob mentality and following orders under penalty of who knows what the fuck. Right. And, you know what I mean? So... <clears throat> like you're saying, there's there's very there, there's situations where you're forced into doing things you may not want to do, but apparently there's some kind of psychological threshold that you just start to enjoy it. Cross, and I I guess I don't know I don't understand. I mean, you see, okay, you see in the movies when like when like the assassin will tell the newbie or something of that nature like oh yeah I threw up my first time too don't worry it gets easy right you know but th- that's not what we have here no that, that assassin is... never says don't worry I threw up my first time too but don't worry one day you'll be jacking off furiously to this I, I fucking A dude in this on this through this what the fucking what the fuck yeah yeah, and and really, like my kind of oddly enough, my biggest question is how does one, as a Japanese soldier involved in all of this horrendousness, return to any sort of normal life back in Japan? For real, I raped girls to death after cutting them open so my dingus would fit, and then jam shit in their vaginas. And then, and then murdered their whole alive. fucking families because they watched me do it and it felt like the right thing to do. Hi, nephew. Let's go fucking fishing now. I mean, especially if you were drafted in as a fucking teenager, you're still super highly fucking, you know what I mean, impressionable and such. And uh, this is what you're trained to do is to kill people and war and stuff and then this is what you're allowed to go do and encouraged to go do it's in, yeah, in yeah. some fashion yeah absolutely forced like I said in the last episode they had uh, a, a trumpet sound that just flat out meant it was a code to the Japanese that meant kill any Chinese that tries to leave the area you're in simple oh, it, fucking fuck. and it's it's What's even uh, more shocking to me is how brazen the Japanese were in front of people they knew, i.e. the Europeans, 
and Americans, mm -hmm. people that they knew could fuck their shit up with words, with words and letters back to their home countries and shit. They still broke into their houses to steal and rape their fucking servants. Well, now I feel like that. I feel like that part is kind of. Um, I feel like it's a it's a miss slash non communication on the higher ups. You know, when you have so many grunt soldiers, yeah. basically, because I, I gotta, I gotta believe that's what these fuckers were. Well, yeah, just a bunch of dumb shits being doing what they're fucking well, told see, or doing what they think. I, I will, I will say but, that there, there is uh, very real speculation that uh, the people that John Rabe were, was in contact with was mostly the the Japanese consulate there, and they like were good friends, and the Japanese consulate there just said, you know, I, I'm going to do everything I can to, to protect and feed these people, you know, that I'm going to try to do my job here, blah, blah, blah. But nothing, nothing stopped. Nothing stopped, nothing stopped. And then he found out later that the consulate was just telling him what he wished he could do, but the military itself didn't give a fuck. So the government of Japan didn't necessarily want this wholesale slaughter and rape of all these people but the military wow. of Japan wanted to prove a point we'll be like, we're not afraid to do shit yeah I mean so is that not fucking terrifying if two fucking, fucking Japanese soldiers <coughs> on the door right now and was like hey where's the pretty ladies at and I pointed to you cause you got beautiful hair yeah yeah um, not because of my vagina I mean that too but they would find that out later um okay. you know I I would be terrified for you. I wouldn't jump in front of a rifle or nothing, but I'd be I'd be pretty scared. Like, oh no, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Not him. Oh no. That's my mangina. No. Yeah, what? Hey man. So no, <laughs> I, there's no excuse for this. I mean, there never is. There's never an excuse for anything we ever talk about ever on this show, especially James. Uh oh, that's me. I mean, I, would, I, I am kind of curious to know about what really happened in those other two cases that you mentioned. But then I start thinking about how all the other wars and oh yeah, 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 the, the, the history of man. The two hundred thousand thing that happened. Two hundred thousand to four hundred thousand Bengali women raped by Pakistanis in eight fucking months. Real dude. That's a huge. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of. Of I mean, imagine the reaction if, like, news came back to, like, American soldiers were raping, like, tens of thousands Fake of, news. of women. Fake news. Out of the Middle East. But one Bengali... I guarantee you was having... Or one Pakistani rapes one woman in America. War. Yeah. Right. War. Fucking so, crazy shit. Touch my white woman, will you? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're saying, not what I'm saying. You can touch. No, that's on their. That's on their minds. Not mine. You can touch any white, white woman you want. Yeah. Uh, just. Yeah. There are war criminals in every single war. Every, well, yeah. every fucking one of them. But this is just. A and the more this technology so goes on, the, the crazier shit gets. It's so egregious. It's so egregious. Like it. They were likened to uh, Attila the Hun's armies because they did fucked up crazy shit like this because they were fucking people from hundreds of years ago. 
We're supposed to wow. be better than that. That is extreme necrophilia. We have, yeah, I know. I mean, hey man, it's called Freshness Dates. And it's on the bottom <laughs> of every bony foot. Um, you know, it, it's, we have, it, it, well, back then, right back during, uh, you know, the Second Sino-Japanese War, we had newspapers, we had film cameras, we had movie theaters, we had hotels and mansions, all of this inside this city, even. It's not like it's fucking, it's prehistory or anything. It's, this was... Right. This was the same century. This is a modern day thing that happened. The same century that the three of us were born in. Yeah. And and this happened. We, when I was born and alive and able to hear people talk, there were people alive in Japan who had spent six weeks raping and slaughtering people. There yeah, might still be a few that, alive. That occurred to me too. It's it's. That that occurred to me too. Like these are now people's grandparents. Yeah. Like grand yeah. fucking fathers who did There's this. There's still grandmothers who may have survived. No, There's still some people Chinese, around yeah. from World War Two, but it's very few these days. Tell me about the war, people. Like, within like ten. Something mm-hmm. years. I guarantee you there's not okay. a living person that was alive during 1945. Well, when Chris was born, there were still three Civil War survivors. Really? No. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I am not at all. <laughs> And, and on that damn I thought you graduated with like good grades and shit. <laughs> on that note. Uh, and that, that wasn't even that long ago. You you've just thing. listened to another. Jason sticks it right to Chris's hard spot, right at the end of the show. Man, mm, man gotta soften him up a little bit. Is what I I'm gonna. You know what? Three, two, one. You've just listened to another episode <laughs> of See No, Hear No, Speak No. Thank you, James. UFOs, yeah, cons- the UFOs, <laughs> the conspiracies, fuck off. <laughs> fucking rape, dude. Lots of rape and white. Yeah. Rape and white and white rape. And I'm James. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> email us at hair. the wrong email address. S N H S N P O D at gmail.com. There it is. Or this- comment on Poppy. Or do that. Or comment wherever the fuck you feel like it. You sitting in a bathroom right now and you have a sharpie in your hand. Let us know what you thought about the show. On the Flush way. it down the toilet, and it's, mm-hmm. it'll make its way to us eventually. We will hear about it third hand. Hey, I may one day be pooping in a, that exact bathroom for some strange reason and, and see it. Yeah. You never know. That strange reason. That's being, true. Chris, Chris had to take a poop. That is <laughs> true. <laughs> I like, I might be pooping in that bathroom for some strange reason. <laughs> Well, why else would you be in the closest bathroom? Somebody threatened me. <laughs> you poop in this bathroom right now. <laughs> On command. I swear to God. <laughs> Cover it with that towel. I wish. Dude, I would have found a way to use that superpower for evil a long time ago oh. if, I, if I could do that. Well, you've just had to make do with your regular duties, and that's cool. <laughs> I know, right? I meant it both ways that time. Count down. Three, <laughs> two, nasty like that. One, ah, 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 sweet dreams, fuckers.